It sounds cool. Welcome, Will. Listen, I am a little bit cynical about House of Pancakes. I mean, sorry, House of the Dragon. House of the Dragon Ds. Uh, listen, I think that this show is fine. The show is fine. But the problem is, they just said, let's just recycle the old theme song from Game of Thrones. And it's a banger. It slaps. It sure is a bop in two or two. But I'm saying... Like it should be the same exact thing. Your connection is wonky. Hopefully it's just, just a connection and it's not from me. Because I just fought like 117 technical difficulties. Just to bring this to you. Next month, ladies and gentlemen. Next month. I'm going to get. A so stay. In about two weeks. In about two weeks. I'm going to be getting a new computer, and it's going to slap. It's going to bop. It's going to it's going to bop it, twist it. It's going to be great, and it'll work finally. Please, please God. Oh, please God. Um, not doing too well. I had to go to the emergency room the other day. I didn't mention it on the show that was titled uh, "I Went to the ER." I didn't really talk about it, but I did wasn't feeling so I, i'm taking some uh, i'm taking some uh, antibiotics so i'm feeling a little wonky myself I, I gotta be honest listen don't don't injure yourself don't ever injure yourself that's it free advice take it you can run with that don't ever injure yourself because it hurts it hurts a lot and sometimes you might get an infection no It's on your end. You got off from games as well. Okay, well then, thank God it's on. <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to run a show here, but also, let's see if this works. Is this will? Um, I got to get all hyped. I'm get, get excited, ladies and gentlemen. It's will. Uh it's it's me. Alright, that didn't work. The show's not working today. It's bleeding. Maybe not. What is my life? <laughs> I swear to God, I'm getting a new computer next month. And it's going to be great. And I don't even believe in God. So that's... That's like... Extra... I don't like the idea. Listen, I'm going to go off on a little bit of an atheist rant. 
And I might lose some, some of you on this, but that's fine. I don't mind. When people say, do you believe in God or not? It's like, you're assuming there's one already. <laughs> you're just referring to a thing. You're saying, do you believe in the thing or do you not believe in the thing that is? And I'm just like, I don't have time to do all those things. I don't have any time for that. I don't have any time. Or, and I also, it's, it, it's pretty far-fetched, if you ask me. It sounds pretty far-fetched. <laughs> what sounds real to me is like um, all the things that we've discovered through observations. <laughs> With uh, our, our senses... Uh, when someone says, do you believe in God? I'm always like, I don't believe in any gods. <laughs> or whatever. Or, I don't like, I never capitalize him when referring to the effort on my own show. And I never curse. I never, I'm like, that's stupid. Why am I going to change language for a fictional creature? Doesn't make any sense. Anyway, that's my rant. You can believe in whatever you want to believe. That's fine. Don't tell me that I have to believe in what you believe in, though. Because then it's not... Reality is what we all agree on. <laughs> That's the thing. And also, reality can exist without us having to agree on it, also. Um, let's see. Mrs. Will says, I was dreaming at the time, and the dream was laying down in a bunch sounds terrifying and horrible. Sorry, Will. One time I, I felt like I had a bug crawling in my ear. They just let it crawl into my there to my heart and I woke up. It was like 2.30 in the morning. I couldn't get back to sleep. The prom, I am in a prominent belief being worthy of the same non-binary definitions as gender and race. Yeah, gender, race, Jesus. <laughs> They're all like makeup whoops. Look, I might go off on Jesus right now. It's a great idea. He's a great char character. You know what I mean? If he was writing a comic book, if he was writing a big, like, 2,000-year-old book, and you just put, like, this dude's got, like, superpowers, man. <laughs> I'm just saying, we still write comics. I'm not out there going, hey, where's Batman? <laughs> where, where? You know, I believe in Captain America. I do believe in Captain America. I believe in super dude, Superman. Um, look, when someone say you believe in Jesus, it's like, well, sure, maybe there was a guy named Jesus. <laughs> I don't think so. I think there was like twelve guys named Jesus, and they all just kind of pretended. Look, has a brother who looks just like him. If you know, guys, do you remember Gallagher? Gallagher smashed watermelons on stage with a sledgehammer. Right, but he's got a brother who looks just like him, and he went and his brother went on tour and called himself Gallagher too. See, so in the future, you and Gallagher, people are gonna be like, "Well, I think Gallagher was more than one person, really." Guys, Google Gallagher. Okay, do yourself a favor. Flavor, very funny. Also, in the sense of, and if you like Carrot Top. <laughs> If you like carrot tops type of humor. 
I think this is words of wisdom. Listen, I'm changing the world with this. In the future, people are going to be like, do you believe in Aristotle? And people are going to be like, I think there was more than one. I'm pretty sure there was more than one. Me too. Saw a quote from myself, I mean Aristotle, the other day. It was actually pretty good. I'll read it to you. Aristotle said this. He said, the real Aristotle, the OG Aristotle, the one that's got... You know, <laughs> the one that I pray to. The 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 one that's uh he said the high minded man must care more for the truth than for what people think. I totally agree with myself. Is it, this is the audio as herky jerky as the video right now for you guys? Just let me know in the comments. I just think where this world Everybody's like, that's my truth. That's your truth. It's like, okay, you can have your truth. That's real for you, right? But you can't be like, that's real for me. That's the whole abortion debate right now. People go, oh, look, I'm getting into it today. I'm getting fired out. A cannon. Speaking of House of the Dragons, there was a terrible, horrible, no good, very bad birthing scene in the first episode that lasted. took me three days to get through. It took me three unnecessarily long Every, subscription people just paying a $16 a month how do we take their 17 18 a month now i don't even know but they're like how do we give these people their money's worth you gotta just show stuff you can't show anywhere else just 10 minutes of someone getting a baby getting ripped out of the belly of a human and you're like this is not i don't we don't need it that much the, the scene emotionally peaked and now you're just doing 10 more minutes of gore. We don't need that. So the abortion debate is ridiculous, okay? So there's... People go like this. They say, well, life begins at conception. Life begins at conception. And it's like, okay, well, that's... You could believe that, right? So that's your belief. Don't make everyone else abide by your belief. I believe life... Personally... <laughs> What you could just say, life before that, games you know games are all bets are off. As far as I'm concerned, we could just you can go just murder each other in the streets. I don't care. That's my belief. You should abide by that. I'm just saying. Took care of that problem. <laughs> oh, let me catch up with, with Will Sam. Uh, Will says, I'm a proponent of belief being worthy of the same non-binary. Yes, we, we agree on that. I'm more honest question would be, do you believe in the supernatural? Again, I just like, I think that's a weirdly posed question. Do you believe in the supernatural? Because I'm like, then there's a supernatural that you have to like choose to subscribe to or not. I believe that all things that happen are natural. <laughs> Period. 
if it can happen and be measured and reproduced and predicted, it is natural. It's not supernatural. Oh, man. I said it's not supernatural if it's natural. You know what I mean? How's how's this feed going? Uh, it's an interesting spin on things to help me highlight the anthem. Is this well said? I had a professor who made the point that everything Jesus said and the feats he performed were in line with the things credited to Buddhist monks. Yeah, like everything. Listen, there's nothing new under the sun, okay? Every single thing that we've ever heard someone say, someone else thought of, everything that you've thought ever in your brain, someone else thought of at some point. Because we're humans. We're way more of a collective than we want to say that we are. We are actually a hive. Humans are a hive. Ch- ch- dig this. But we all specialize like little drone bees and these kinds of bees. And like bees have bees that go out and do this. They have other bees. That, ants have that. They have different types of ants that specialize. Like I specialize in entertaining you. <laughs> That's my human function. Other people specialize in changing your tires. And others want to, like, you know, get you out of jail or put you in jail. Like, there are, we have to form specialized functions in order for the entire entire species to survive. It's really kind of stupid. I think. I mean, it makes sense. Literally, everything we do is to try to is to try to preserve the species. And I don't think we're that special. I really don't. I'm sorry. Sorry, guys. Hate to break. Look, Aristotle full throttle gets real today on Monday. <laughs> it's only Monday. I don't think that uh, we're that important. We're just a bunch of molecules that have rolled around and evolved for millions of years, which is fun. It's fun. It's cool. I dig it. I'm 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 loving this. Is this Will says audio is definitely way better than the video. It was like watching a film strip. And so we'd, yeah, oh my God, I remember that. That was always fun when they would roll that cart in. They intentionally juxtaposed it against violence at the tournament because art. Yeah, well, but you know, I don't know. You know, you, you gotta like put four hands in someone's belly for like. T- <laughs> I'm having the unpopular opinion that House of the Dragons is like. How do we top? Game of Thrones to get people to watch. How do we fulfill that subscription? How do we fulfill that subscription um, cost? And, you know, they're doing it, I guess. That's fine. I can't even see the comments on the screen. That's weird. I can. I can't wait till I get that new computer next month, ladies and gentlemen. Next month. It's coming next month. The new computer. Oh, look, I'm moving a little bit quicker. Is this Will says total silence until just saying took care of that problem? Oh, damn it. All things happen are natural is fair. By supernatural, we usually mean extrasensory. Well, there's tons of extrasensory things. Like, we can't sense infrared. We can't sense ultraviolet with our senses, but we could use instruments to sense those things. You know what I'm saying? Um, I just think everything that actually happens is real. (laughs) Things that I thought up in my head and imagined 
that could possibly happen. I don't know. I don't know, possible. That's why I'm like, I don't know. There's just, we've just come up with so many solutions to these, so many problems that I just assume and have, let's get this word. I have faith. This is like mathematics. Mathematics is kind of, a lot of it's theoretical. So you just got to believe that if you multiply four times four, you're going to get 16 every time. <laughs> that's what you got to believe it has to happen because that's how it works every time. 60% of the time it works every time. So I just don't think that anything is unnatural. Anything that happens is even like the stuff that humans are doing to the earth. I'm not going to defend it at all. But we were created, not where we weren't created. We happened along this planet and messed up the ecosystem. We messed up the ecosystem. People are like, well, it's not natural. It's like, well, we're humans. We exist here. We're ruining this planet. And that's just a way for the planet to just realign itself and start over again and create a new environment for different creatures. Hopefully not us. I just like playing that. It's fun. Um, so we were talking about the unnatural, the super. I really have strong opinions on that. I just don't think that I should believe. A like I. Sh the thing that's not in any way provable, but I make you just abide by the thing. like, like I look at a thing and say I'm human that looks at it objectively will say I see that same thing. So now we all agree that that's real. But if someone comes along and says I see a pink elephant, and no one else sees it. We shouldn't all just decide that we're going to be looking at pink elephants. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? I'm losing everybody. I'm losing you. What do you guys think of House of Cards? Sorry, House of Pancakes. Sorry, House of Dragon Dees. That Will? Will, do I hear Will? Will, say a thing. Enter. Say. Hola. Buenos dias. I believe in Spanish. I think. Interesting. Um, issues. So you think you have an idea of the problem. What's the problem? The problem on my end with this audio. Just, just you guys wait. Playing back the audio from the stream from 40 seconds after you stream it. So it's, you know what it is? It's Discord then. I'm going to leave Discord. Yeah, we had some weird double back. Yeah. Nope. It's not, it's not much better. Discord is still open. 
force quit. You guys, uh, I just don't think, you know, maybe I got to get with it. I, I just get, I get a little frustrated. I get a little frustrated with humans. I think we think we're all that. I think we think we're all that special. I think we think uh, we're the only ones. We're the, you know, okay. When we think intelligence is actually what nature strives for, that's the problem. We're looking out for a, a alien intelligence, intelligent life. We think that that's because by accident, by some chance, intelligence for humans, I don't, I don't know, dolphins and primates, I think that for some reason we think that that's valuable. <laughs> Clearly it's been valuable in helping us survive as a species. Okay, this uh, the stream is better since Discord. I'm, I'm saying it's uh, intelligence we value because it helped us survive, but I don't know if that's what all creatures strive for. See what I'm saying? <clears throat> we only value it because it happened to benefit us. There's got to be other people out there wanting to travel, wanting to travel in worlds, and we're like, no, maybe we're the only ones that really need that. We have that drive, innate drive, because it helped us survive. What did we do as humans? We spread to every corner of this planet. Because we're like, why do why do we need to go everywhere on this planet and ruin everywhere we everywhere we? It's like Kevin. Everywhere Kevin goes. Um, the point I'm trying to make is you're not that special, <laughs> but you are special. See, here's why. Once you've, once you've gone to this level, this is my Scientology course. Once you've gone to the level of realizing that, uh, your thing matters and then everything's absurd. Now you can decide what matters and, and laugh at everything. And it's great. I love it. I love it. Mrs. Wilson's consciousness isn't the end at all be all of existence, but it also gives us the potential to perpetuate the diversity of life in existence. Yeah, we like it. It's, a, it's advantageous. Here's my theory on consciousness. Don't tell nobody. Don't tell science. Science doesn't know anything. You know, it's always very funny to me. Uh, people who will argue, like laymen who will argue with scientists, scientists who dedicate their entire freaking life finding um instruments of reality <laughs> and and ways to predict and ways to uh measure scientists that spend their entire life studying a certain subject and then someone comes along and is like nah, no nah, i don't think so <laughs> like a politician like a rand paul who's technically supposed to be a scientist because he oh there's no sound there's no sound i don't see the sound Ah, you guys hearing me? I mean, I'm going on a, a full-on rant today, but you won't be able to hear it, which is unfortunate. As well says, it's not about being special. Sphere. Yeah, I think we should stay here, Will. Everybody's like, let's go to Mars. Let's go to the moon. Let's go to wherever. And I'm just like, nah, I'm, I'm good. We're good. Let This place is comfortable. I can breathe for, for now. Uh, so that's cool. Good for this place, forever. Uh, I'll stay here. It looks like it sucks. One eighth the gravity. Psh, 
get out of here. This is so stupid. Oh, that's not the moon. Mars is like quarter gravity. You know, you go go right ahead. <laughs> Enjoy that desolate dirt ball and say, well, look how cool I made it to a dirt ball. And I, I'll walk outside. I'll, I'll walk. I'll do go for a hike on in Griffith Park and be like, "Look, I'm on Mars. Also, it's exactly the same, except I can breathe. I don't need a spacesuit, you jerk." Mrs. Wilson is not about okay. Uh, the thing is, regarding science, science is willing to amend its perspective, and it's founded on the foundational thing of. Yes, this is the greatest thing about science. It will go. Oh, we discovered a new thing that changes our our. Uh, entire model of how things work now let's adjust to be more accurate because now we can incorporate new information the bible doesn't do that <laughs> don't do that books don't unless you're george lucas i wish george lucas wrote the bible because he would change around things he'd have like jesus come up with a like a use the force to you know it would be crazy jesus would like have a lightsaber it'd be amazing i would love it i would watch that notions that may be erroneous or biased against great realities that are incapable of comprehending or accepting yeah there's a lot of a lot of multi syllable words look i think that a lot of people are uncomfortable I myself am uncomfortable. Currently, I'm sick. I actually have an infection that I am taking antibiotics for. But I'm just saying, there are people out there that are uncomfortable. And if thinking about a thing makes you comfortable, like I'm going to have ice cream later, I'm excited. That makes me more a little bit more comfortable in this moment. Good on you. You figured out, you've hacked the human brain. We're used to getting hunted or being, being hunters or being hunted. You've seen the movie Predator. So I'm just saying that this... We're here just for a brief moment. And it's fun. Have a good time. Have a blast. Have some ice cream. I wish I could... I wish I could. Favorite story as a kid was... My favorite... My Bible was... The little engine that could. <laughs> it's my Bible. It'll make sense to anybody who read it. You ever read it's fine reading? It's literature. And it. This is well. The thing about the Bible, that's always a great way to start a sentence, is that the evolution manifests in the inf in the formation of new permutations. Well, you got to start using less big words. These words are large. They're very large. They take up a lot of my screen, and my screen real estate is very valuable. <laughs> I'm joking. Uh, permutations on what constitutes Christianity, like Unitarianism or the Baha'i. We're just a part. We're just a part of it all, you know. We're just a part of it all. Everything is there's it all. That we always think that it's out there. We think the universe is out there. We think that the cosmos is out there. We're just a part of the it. 
we think we're the center of the universe. Technically, we're kind of our the center of the universe. Here's why: uh, because in every direction that we look, light has can only travel for so long. <laughs> um, not sure how this works scientifically. I'm just making stuff up. But I'm saying if we look out in every direction, it's like probably the same. It seems like we're the center of the universe. Large words, because I'm a large person. Yeah, you got to you got to f- fulfill your density. I'm gonna say we as we the people aren't as smart as we wish we were, and we keep trying. It's pretty neat that our species is kind of unique. Here's a couple unique things about being human: we learn a new thing. It helps us survive, and then we teach the next generation that new thing. We teach like the the younger humans. We like, oh, check this out. We just learned a new thing. We don't have to like biologically evolve to adapt to an environment or to adapt to a situation. We can just kind of use our thinky parts and go, oh, that's how we do it. Okay, like, I gotta wear a coat when it's cold out. Check this guy out. I'm gonna show you how to make a coat, guys, so that when it gets cold next winter. You won't die. Um, And then we'll just keep making more people. And that's been the problem these last 10,000 years, if you ask me. (laughs) These last 90,000 years. Big problem. for We've been doing all right about it. Here's another funny part about... Because other primates can do that too, by the way. (laughs) Other animals, other types of animals can also do that. That's pretty neat. We just like... That's our thing, you know? That's kind of our thing as a species. That kind of is a defining aspect of what humans are. Like, we, we use our thinky parts. We use the brain to make things. Um, new things and, and to change things and, and to fix our bodies and to fix the environment and ruin the environment, really. And uh, I find that pretty cool. I think that that's pretty cool. You can make shows about it like this. I like to do that personally. But here's another thing. People said, I was watching this thing. It was very fascinating. Um, Who was I watching? It might have been, it might have been Hank Green, one of his little shorts, you know, where he was talking about how humans think that we evolved to shake hands or the act of shaking someone's hand was to show from at a great distance that that we are not carrying a weapon. But that's total BS because if you were carrying a weapon, you'd be able to see a weapon. <laughs> like, apparently weapons... I mean, I guess you could be, like, hiding a little derringer. I'm just kidding. They didn't have German guns back then. The, uh, I'm saying, like, you could hide a, a dagger or something. But it's not that. It's actually this. Dig this. It's a lot simpler than that. Every single primate, every ape... Every primate, every great ape, every primate, when they first meet each other, they reach out and grab each other's fingers. <laughs> it's not unique. We're not unique. We're just apes. I love it. Apes grab each other's fingers. All of the and all of the primates when they meet each other, they gra- they reach out and grab each other's hands. It's a thing we do too. But we say, no, that's human. We want to be, we want to show some civilized. No, it's just a human thing. Just grab someone's fingers. It's normal. 
when people are like, here's another thing that I find funny when people are like, oh, let me just get that out of your hair. Or like when they're like, oh, you've got a thing. Let me just, let me just pop your pimple for you, you know? And they're like, sorry, I'm being gross or that's gross. It's like, no, actually grooming behaviors is an innate human and all primates do it. It's it's a prime behavior. Aristotle teaches primatology today. <laughs> Humans just do those things because we're apes. I love it. It's the greatest thing. It's the greatest thing to be ape. Some people are like, I don't want to be no ape. I ain't no monkey. And I'm like, sucks for you then because it's pretty cool. I dig it. I can, I can grab things. I can grasp things. I can give the thumbs up. All the other primates, suckers. Chimps have this on their foot. Um, look at that. This is what helps define me. Video gaming. Well, this, Also, music is nice. <laughs> Singing, music, all of it. Stall. We think it's human. It's not necessarily. Maybe we think of it as more complex also. And I, I don't. I think if you're like a bird and you could create a very um, intricate melody or, or mimic a melody or create a, a new song of your own, if you're a bird that could do that, that's way more complex because you're just doing that with your body. Maybe not more complex, maybe not less complex, just the same. Everything happens for me. What about Bunny? Well, I like rabbits and bunnies. What are you talking about here? Language is a biological adaptation. Well, other animals vocalize. So, I don't know. Uh, Will, I can already challenge you on that. Uh, language, it's not unique to humans, though, because our, our cousins, like monkeys in the, in the, planes and stuff would make different specific calls to each other to indicate certain threats in their environment. So we just have a lot more of them maybe that we could count that are important to us that can help us continually spread our evil throughout the universe, which is what we're probably, we're probably the universe conquerors guys. Three trillion years from now, the entire universe will be polluted with what we started here. We're just going to spread out and manspread. That's the great manspreading. It's just Will says, well, if you separate an infant from the parents to teach it, it will go feral and potential. It will be unfulfilled. I don't know. Maybe I would be much happier if I was raised by wolves. Oh, I'm kidding. Our parents were great. <laughs> Also, the grooming for form of nurturing behavior, it, it creates a sense of safety and security. Yes, it, it creates strong bonds between primates. Primates who groom each other create strong bonds. <clears throat> How about, and I don't mean grooming in the sense of like Michael Jackson. I mean like literal grooming, like brushing each other's hair. You know, like girls like sit on the bed. Or people with long hair sit on the bed and say, let's brush each other's hair. I've done that. But I've had friends, like, help braid my hair. I've had, uh, I was, I've was i been at parties where they've, like, given me haircuts and stuff. 
A lot of stuff happens on the road. <laughs> how about how can we have the dogs to express themselves in words thanks to these buttons? I think, yes, I've seen those dogs talking to each other. It's pretty cool. But how do we know they're doing it the same way we think about words? They We think about words in their meaning. Maybe they're doing certain from our perspective, hitting buttons that they know in a combination that they know will get them a reward in some way, get them attention in some way. So if they know that they hit a certain pattern, you know, but what's the difference? Eventually, what's the difference? It's all it's all the same. Remember that song by, by Skin, uh, what was it Sick Puppies? It's all the same. It's not that great. The song was not that great. I re-listened to it the other day. Not that great. Uh, Isis Will says, I didn't say it was unique in nature and more specifically neurological. I agree. It's not unique. We're not... Look, anybody who sits there and tries to put humans on a pedestal, you're, you're misguided, in my opinion. I think humans, we're fine. We've done all right for ourselves. That's all we care about. That's why it's interesting to me when we always show humans traveling to other planets to other planets it's just humans i think that's where the noah's ark idea was actually way smarter like why would it just be humans that go on a ship to another planet you would need kind of like at the end of alien covenant like a ship full of or a ship full of whatever of every species every possible species or at least at that point where we have the technology to travel to other planets, what if we have uh, just the genetic codes and they're all just stored on a microchip for every single species and then whenever we arrive on some other planet, that machine can generate every single one of those species and just repopulate another ball of wax. But I don't think... I don't think human bodies will... Or ought to travel through space for prolonged periods. It's stupid. Come at me. Change my mind. This is my opinion. It's the Aristotle Full Throttle Show. It's just stupid. Why would we do... Why would, We'll just die of cancer from, like, cosmic rays and stuff. Well, or, or we'll turn into the Fantastic Four. And um, so I don't think it's a good idea go out there into space biologically we'll just send a probe with all of the information on it and land on another planet new things there it'll be like a another way to ruin that planet why do we think also why do we think look i'm challenging your thoughts today i'm challenging everything you've ever thought of today why do we think that planets are the only places that life can exist what what if there's like some like gas clouds in which life is formed in in non-planetary areas? I'm just saying, challenge your thinking. Will says, we are well equipped to be shepherds, but instead we are tempted butchers. You arrived at the building, the notion of Noah, allegory for humanity to aspire to. You know, path of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the inequities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil men. 
Blessed is he who in the name of uh, darkness shepherds the weak. I don't I remember that how that goes. <laughs> For he is truly his brother's keeper, the finder of lost children. I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger. You know the funniest thing about that speech that our friend, uh, I don't think I have it here. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration? The funniest thing about that speech is that Quentin Tarantino literally rewrote the Bible. Screw it. (laughs) He's kind of known for that now. He, He rewrites history in his movies. It's great. Because why not? If it fits the narrative that you want to tell. Uh, he challenges your brain. This Will says, yeah, we're not made to exist in space, but our capacity to innovate might help keep perpetuating life in some shape, form, or fashion. Yeah. We just think it's so special. It'll happen again. Just like we saw in Battlestar Galactica. This has all happened and will happen again or whatever. Think about the nature of Brian, of the brain. Oh, I thought you said Brian. I'm like, Brian, I don't like Brian. The brain physically, it's a lightning storm in our skulls. Yeah, we got like, like this in my brain. That's a cool tune. Who wrote that? Who wrote that? Bon Jovi? So whatever the perpetual electrical interaction could be, a very well and different form of intelligence in action. Yeah, you know, I don't know if we ever... It's interesting. It's an interesting thought experiment to go, okay, well, if our brain is just a mass of interacting neurons through that uh, chemical, electrochemical signals that are just being passed back and forth, what if a huge nebula or huge Oort cloud sizes of like space are just interacting gravitationally or with light and somehow there's a greater look i just went back from not saying i think god is a good idea to like what if the universe is just sentient what if the whole universe is like our brain and that's just a natural occurrence it's like when like little electrons get passed around maybe maybe not either way we've come up with a show called house of the dragon now I'm going to say, is it Dragon yet? House of the Dragon Dees. You know, I think that... What do you think about the House of the Dragon using the same theme music? Do you think that was a cop-out? I do. But I don't think of it as, say, the Star Wars movies. All nine of them use the Star Wars theme. I think on purpose, because there were supposed to be nine movies. Because you go, well, the original Star Wars trilogy had music but also they rewrote a lot of good music for the prequels a lot of good a lot of real good music for those prequels also i would say that um raised in episode seven is dope it's really good theme.
forget how it goes, but um, Ray's theme and episode seven is so good. I'm trying to remember it. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, I listened to that all like that that December, that entire December that that episode seven came out. But um, I think that John Williams brilliantly, John Williams, by the way, who I'm seeing Saturday night, I'm excited, brilliantly wrote the scores for all nine movies. And, um, you know, you've got some really good stuff. And sometimes he elevated his game on some of those episodes. So you go, that's cool. He created new themes. He created new, really memorable themes. And uh, I, I just go, hey, House of Cards, I mean, sorry, Game of Dragons, the prequel for Game of Thrones, it takes place, what, 172 years before Game of Thrones? You say, look, um, these mofos going to use at HBO just going to use the same theme song because they want, I'm a little bit disappointed. I'm a little bit disappointed. I A lot of people are excited because they need that fix. They need that 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 uh familiarity i don't i like new stuff that's dope and it's not dope it's i mean look that song is a banger i like the music i do like the music i'm playing it all day today but come on man come on man give me a new song give me a new theme song they just or just make three more seasons of game of thrones like you should have because that second half, that last season, where they was just like, all right, you're done, you're done, brand you're the king. Okay, we're done. We out. After they spent all those years building it up, nah. Nah, son. I got no problem with that end, though. With, uh, the very, I, don't, I don't have the problem with the result of who ends in the Game of Thrones, actually. I actually think that's the best choice. <laughs> Makes the most sense. He's the most protective of the entire Westeros. He would be the one who is most protective of the entire thing. Think about it, Bran. Come on. I watched an analysis of Ray's theme and how it uses structures of the Emperor's theories before episode nine came out. Well, well, I would say that that uh, as a composer. John Williams is super cognizant of how all of these themes can be woven together. So he's very smart about creating rhythms and key changes and stuff like that that will segue because they're all part of the that type of that genre of uh, orchestral filmic movie movie music. Um, also the planets, but um. Yeah, John Williams is very smart about how he composes. He knows what he's doing. Dude is the best at it ever. He's been doing it for like 70 years. <laughs> it's kind of insane. Literally, has been he's been composing music for film for like 70 years. There's nobody better at it than he. I tweeted to Kelton Lean about my take on the theme being reprised. We are watching the Song of Ice and Fire play out. I, I see. I get it. Because to me, this is the Song of Ice and Fire, which actually is. This is the, this is the ice. This is the fire. 
it makes sense that there's like these interplays between these melodies. That's like the answer, the call and the answer, the call and the answer, the ice and the fire. I, I get that. That's like that's like a cool compositional approach because it goes. You know, you you do feel that there's like this calling and answering in those two little phrases, but I just think that they could have done better. They could have done another song. Uh, I have friends who really hate the Mandalorian music. They don't, I don't know if they really hate it, but they just don't like that. But I'm like, no, I like this. I really like the music for Mandalorian. I really like it. I really, really like it. I don't think that we should just keep doing a convention forever. We should create new conventions. This is my thought. We should really continue and expand our musical palette. And our. it really does create... For me, music creates the mood. Everything emotional is music. Music is pure emotion to me. So I think that that you can change an entire vibe of a TV show to specifically what you want. Specifically what you want through the music, I think video was very specific to point out it had it intentional and must have known that what abram's plan was it was freaking excellent piece of music maybe they uh, tried to come up with one and they were all trash and underwhelming i i do believe that that's probably the case they couldn't think of something that's like as iconic but I, i do think they couldn't perhaps in the time but i also don't think they wanted to I think they were just like, let's just give them the same thing, because we was it was a cash cow. It's the goose that laid the golden, so to speak, egg, the Targaryen dragon eggs. We need to keep laying that golden egg. We need to keep milking this thing. Just give them the same thing. That's how HBO executives work. That's the problem with creativity, creative people, and the people with the money. Creative people will make something sometimes, though, that is so just uh, like a little vanity project, so personal, so much about what they are about, and it's just so esoteric, and very few people might get it, but if the people who get it might think it's the most brilliant thing ever. Cool. Money people are like, how do we make more money? I got a lot of money. More money, please. Does there's money in my pockets, but I would like also money in my nose and my ears. Also, put the money in my body everywhere. Just cover me in money. I would like to live. I would like to be Scrooge McDuck. Have you seen DuckTales? He swims in the money. I have money, but I would like to swim in my money. That's how much executives think. That's that's what their brains do. And uh, so these two entities have to come together. <laughs> And create a thing. We see who's doing what. We see these great actors, these great artists who are these, you know, that is not the problem about this show. Matt Smith is great. He's very, very much. I think he broke his back, though. I heard he broke his back because he's carrying this entire show. 
on it. Um, no, he's not. He's actually, when he shows up, he's always great. The the young, what's her name? The, the, the young princess, she's great. Uh, I don't really think the, the king is all that great. Patty, the actor, Patty, he's all right. But the, the his 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 hand, that guy's great. That guy's, that guy, watch out. He reminds me a little bit of the hound. He reminds me a little bit of this. But then we, we could have just had the hound. You know what I'm saying? They could have just kept going with Game of Thrones is what House of the Pancakes, House of the Dragon D's. House of the Dragon. <laughs> I think that's the conceit. They were like, yeah, yeah, we should have just continued to make Game of Thrones and then maybe done this years, years later when it felt very uh, satisfyingly finished. Just consider they couldn't come up with a decent one, but they tried. Only thing is that they entertain. Listen, Will. I think though, I think that's a cop out. I think that HBO has all of the money in the world. Well, I disagree. I disagree that they couldn't come up with a better song, because you can always come up with a better song, and that's the beauty of music. That's the beauty of writing. That's the beauty of any art. You can always. Come up with something better. You should always strive, definitely, to come up with something better. This is my pure belief. And and an entity like Warner Brothers, HBO, Viacom, or whatever it is, like they can come up with a better theme. Not a better theme. Another theme just as good. That's not. I know it's a tall order. I think they could have come up with another theme just as good. It's hard to, you know, it's hard to have lightning strikes. You got to keep trying, but that's also not true. Lightning strikes twice in spots all the time. Because, like, think of a weather vane. Um, the only thing entertaining as a kid of the actors, the DVD, the beatbox rap version of the bonus features. Matt Smith is incredible as much moting as he does with his eyebrows for the most part. Man, some things can be replicated but never topped. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, look. If you want to top it, that's going to be subjective, but I think they could have come up with something that slaps also. Because that's the Game of Thrones theme song is about 10 years old already. So we've heard it for 10 years. Now we're going to hear it for the next 10 years. But I guess that's what's going to be the stamp. I like the Mandalorian theme. Um, I like that it breaks from traditional Star Wars. Also, it's 8 o'clock. I have to take my other antibiotic. So I must go uh, presently. <laughs> I got to eat food with it. Van Halen's versus Van Halen. See? Yes, very true. I would say, I would argue that, and I think this is a very popular argument, but I noticed this myself as a kid growing up with Van Halen, which, by the way, I didn't realize they changed lead singers. I was watching the right now video every morning before school one time. And then I was like, that's not the guy who does the flying split kick. It took me like watching that video for a month to go, wait a second. Cause it's a weird video. They're like kind of moving. Like they literally look like my video looks like right now in that video. <laughs> um, it's like really weird, traily and draggy, but I, I was watching those videos 
here I go with my outro. Watching those videos, and I'd be like, that's not a guy. And then I, I did my little research, and I figured out that that's a different singer. Best part, this is not an unpopular argument, but I did notice this as a kid. I listened to Van Halen's 1 and 2, and, uh, and 1984. They got a lot of number albums. And then I would have the other albums, the four unlawful carnal knowledge and et cetera, et cetera. And in my brain, I just thought, oh, this is all Van Halen. But as I became, as I came into my musicianship, I was like, oh, listen to these dang chord changes and all of this like way more musically complex, but still pop music stuff that Van Hagar when Sammy Hagar was singing for Van Halen, listen to like how incredibly musically complex yet incredibly poppy at the same time. This is the, this is the beauty of Van Halen for me, for me as a musician, I'm like, these guys are no joke world, world-class musicians, world-class creating very accessible pop songs that are meaningful. Um, I think the song right now is a great feeling song. It is a great vibe. It's a great message. Also, Van Hagar. I'm not. I'm not saying anything new here. Everything I said. I said this earlier. Everything I say right now, someone said before. But Sammy Hagar, much better singer than David Lee Roth ever could possibly aspire to be. When I say that, I mean. His his musicianship, his um. I, I don't want to take anything away from David Lee Roth's musicianship because it's different. But I would say that the vocal abilities, the range, the melodicism, the melodicism of Sammy Hagar is way better, in my opinion. I don't want to say better, but well, I do want to say better. Better at that. He's better at that. That's his strength. That's Sammy Hagar's strength. What David Lee Roth's strength was is being a showman and being charismatic and entertaining as all get out and coming up with party sex, party and sex lyrics, lyrics about dancing, lyrics about sex, lyrics, lyrics about going real fast in a car, (laughs) but, and sex, and also lyrics about, you know, just partying and, Sex, and then you've got Sammy Hagar who's singing these love songs, these beautiful love songs. Could this be love? Why can't this be love? Or whatever. Tell me why could this be love? You know, the, look, look. You might think it's cheesy. You might think it's it, it, it's butt rock or whatever. But there's musical viability. There is musical validity to those. And I say that on music. There is. Musical, I give them so much musical credit. But Alex and Eddie, you know, coming up with all the music usually for those bands. But then when Sammy Hagar, Sammy Hagar came along, he he was way into the music too. He'd be like throwing some chord changes in there, playing guitar. Sammy Hagar is a great guitar player in his own right. Standing next to the greatest guitar player in the world every night, kind of interest, kind of intimidating. <laughs> David Lee Roth did not have to contend with that because David Lee Roth does a flying split kick and and uh, taekwondo and whatnot. So David Lee Roth's out there entertaining in a different way. Sammy Hagar 
musically skilled. Top level. I don't know about his vodka, though. Might be bottom shelf. Van Halen Mach 1 was very much important catch. Well, I'll leave you with this. My sting in, Van, in your Van Hagar. Uh, yeah. I... Depends on who... It really depends on the day, because the songs Jump and Panama and Hot for Teacher and all everything off of 1984, just so good. And I mean, just like these iconic riffs of... So that's the first that's the first riff off of Van Halen 1 basically so you've got Eruption and I can't play guitar anymore. let me try this way let me try to hold the guitar in a not as clean not as clean <laughs> uh, running up I forget which key that's in that's a good one we'll see you I haven't played this stuff since I was a kid. What is it, guys? They have those weird, like, progressive rock pre-choruses that are very difficult to pin down. This would sound great if I played it right. the difference i don't think i could play any van hagar on guitar that's how much harder it is <laughs> it's actually way harder um so musically they just got better and better um in my opinion i feel like rick piano hey, you know what makes this song great 
know what's so great about that song? He goes like this. Goes a. It's just so great. I mean, I just don't, I, I don't have the finesse right now. <laughs> like, I don't have the finesse to play it right now. But I'll tell you, there was a time in the past and in the future where I could play that song. <laughs> um, better in the form of being more technical or legitimately better songs? Legitimately better musically, musically, sonically, musically? Sonically, rhythmically, harmonically, melodically. More complex. And, in my opinion, right now is their best song, probably. As far as, like, as far as emotional impact. Songs like Right Now. I think that that's their emotional peak as far as uh, really capturing a feeling. And, and, uh, yeah, that's my, my opinion. I'm sticking to it. I don't think that anything that David Lee Roth sang was as poignant. Nothing. Not the ice cream man, not hot for teacher, not dancing in the streets. (laughs) I think that Van Hagar had more of a, uh, complex emotional palette uh, a deeper emotional palette. I think that Van Halen had more more of a of a more of a circus <laughs> type of vibe. More of a we're at a show. David Lee Roth is up there. You're at a show. I'm so sad I never got to see them. I'm so sad. So sad about it. My friend Keith would always send me videos from it uh, when he would go to see them. Irony. Unintended earworms. Try to work credits due. I've never mustered the cojones to try any Van Halen. To be fair, I can't sing. I can't stand right now. It was a beer commercial song to me. Uh it's just to be clear it was a pepsi commercial was it crystal pepsi i don't know i think it was just pepsi i mean and this is but all the revolutionary stuff that all of the revolutionary stuff that van halen did on guitar was with all of the revolutionary stuff that van halen did on guitar was with david lee roth he played around with like a and stuff with, with uh, Van Hagar, but it was not. It was. It wasn't this. It wasn't. It wasn't that. 
Cool stuff. Cool stuff. He did. That Van Halen guy, he was pretty cool. <laughs> pretty cool guy. Made a lot of cool guitars and cool sounds on it. You remember the cursor was the nature of the arrangement. Totally rubbed me the wrong way. I used to be able to play that piano riff on guitar. But it's a very, again, proggy. That p- piano riff is a proggy, weird, polyrhythmic strange non-repeating thing not too dissimilar then according to that it says i've only been live for 45 minutes what happened only been live for 45 minutes i'm gonna play guitar for like the next 15 um let me see it says i went live at 6 39 that's over an hour and 20 minutes it's an hour and 40 minutes no wait hold on still live here Yeah, it says, it says I'm live. Wait, are we live? Is this going to be on TV? All right. Good night, everybody. <laughs> I got to go. I got to go. I got to go right now. Let me start off. Let me end the show the way I start the way. I got it by the end of the hour. Fight the power. Fight, fight the fight the water and power authority in, in in California because they charge so much. It's a utility, man. Bye. I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>